Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Conley, left-hand curl, comes back to the right side, tries to throw it back. Beautiful catch by Rudy with the outstretched right hand, and then he takes a pivot and switches to his left and lays it up and in. Beautiful move. Delay game on Utah. Get to Donovan. Minute 37 left. Donovan in the open floor. Bounces to Conley in the right corner. Bullets it down low to Gobert. What a catch and a finish. Jazz by two. Rudy Gobert catches Mike Conley's bullet above the traffic and lays it up and in. Utah Jazz in Memphis tonight. David Locke will be on the call at 6 o'clock. P.K. Dante Exum is listed as probable. Yeah, I saw that. It's a good sign for him, man. Hopefully he can come in there and stay healthy and make a contribution. I'm interested to see what Quinn Snyder is going to do with him. I'd imagine he wouldn't get extended minutes right off the bat. But when he's ready, if that ever comes, (laughs) I assume it will come. But where will he fit in? Because whose minutes are you going to take? I don't know if you're going to take anybody's minutes. You're going to supplement the rotation, but right now the guard rotation. Whose minutes would you take? I don't, I would, I don't, I don't see anybody. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's more a case of a couple here, a couple there, because as you have noted, in many box scores, while many people go straight to points, maybe rebounds or assists, you've been noting the minutes. You got guys playing 35, 36, 37 minutes, big minutes on a regular basis. Are we going to see some of those guys down to, you know, 32 minutes, and he gets four minutes from this guy and three minutes from that guy? And to your point early on, it's going to be minutes restriction. I don't know what it is, but I would think 10 or 12 or something like that, a couple of five or six yeah. minutes stints out of the gate. And so I don't know. It's not like he's going to send somebody to the bench. I don't think that's happening. I just think he's getting some of the big minutes off these guys. And not Gobert, obviously, but Donovan yeah. Mitchell or Mike Conley or whoever. I mean, I think the good thing for him in today's game is he's become more valuable due to his versatility because now that you have guys who several years back wouldn't be playing the down-low power forward position doesn't exist as much as it used to, certainly not in the traditional sense. Those You see those guys that are playing what we would consider bigger positions. So he's big enough to where, at minimum, he can guard three positions, maybe even more, depending on particular lineups that the opposition has, the way the game has evolved. So I think there's opportunities there for him to pick up some stuff in situational uh, conditions that he could, Quinn Snyder could use him in. So you got to get him out there, though. You got to, you know, you just don't want to have him sit there and get even rustier. He's obviously hasn't played a lot in the last several years, so. That's a little bit of an intrigue. I don't see how he's going to hurt you, that's for sure. The more depth, the better. So I'm excited for his return, and everybody's got our fingers crossed going forward and see if he can make a contribution. Jazz and the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, 6 o'clock. Pre-game show starts at 5 here on The Zone. Hashtag NBA. George tries to cut it down to one and does! for Paul George and the Clippers are down by three. Being sensational. We're playing them about the minutes we liked. You know, I thought the fouls killed us a little bit and hurt our rotations, but he was really good. That's Doc Rivers talking about Paul George's Clipper debut. Finished with 33 points, but Drew Holiday had 36 to offset that. 
and the Pelicans beat the Clippers 132 to 125. I think the Clippers are right there with the Lakers. They'd like to have a great record, but deep down they don't really care what they're seated. I mean, they prefer to be one or two, but nah. I mean, it's the kind of deal where if they were to meet in a playoff series, whether it was, you know, it was a one versus four or in a conference final, they'd be playing in the same building. You have home court. We have home court. Nah. Your fans are here. Yeah, but there are two, only two games above 500 right now. Right. So uh, check back in January. If you're only two games above 500 in January, well, then it's a more of an issue because you know, there's going to be some pretty good teams who are going to be in the postseason here. So right now in November, I don't think that unless you're just completely and totally awful, you have much of a concern to think it's going to last. And those teams who are in that situation, they probably had that concern in September. So the Clippers didn't have that. So Paul George is back. He had a sensational debut. They sat out Leonard. They lost again. And now going forward, see what these two guys can do. Yeah. And if things go to the plan that they expect come March and April, no one's going to give a rip about November. And I suspect they'll be there. And then I don't don't know that they'll win the postseason or win the conference, but you want to be in the mix. And I suspect when we get there, they will be in the mix. Suns and the Nuggets both pick up wins. The Nuggets kind of as expected. They beat the Nets 101-93. The Suns, they just keep it going. Not that Atlanta's great. The highlight of that game was probably Trey Young nutmegging Ricky Rubio, but ultimately it didn't matter. The Suns won really comfortably, 128-112. to Were they 7-4 and four now? I think that's a record. Yeah, I think so. And they've just got to be ecstatic. I mean, you know what they're talking. Playoffs? Listened yesterday. Playoffs. Listened yesterday. They, they bumped the Cardinals Arizona aside. Cardinals? Well, I think that, yeah, the, the Suns are the original, right? In so the it's Valley. easier for them to bump the. But Cardinals. you have to give them a reason. Well, know? this turnaround. The Cardinals is a are the fallback if you don't have stuff. But if you have stuff, then, in this case, the Suns, right? And if the Diamondbacks hey. in the next few make, weeks make a big move, they'll hit that. When you're coming I mean, off a 19-win season. Well, the 10 way, years of crap. Yeah, the Suns, you got to be thinking, well, when do they pass last year's win total? Christmas. Get, yeah, Christmas or New Year's, there it is. So, yeah, they're ex- excitedly, deservedly so. It's, it's a fun story. Everybody loves fun stories. Carmelo Anthony, just a couple days, is quoted as saying he was 2,000% sure he would be back in the NBA this season. That's a lot of percent. That is a lot of percent. He must have known something (laughs) was up in Portland. He's getting a non-guaranteed deal in Portland where the Blazers are just looking for anybody. Somebody, please help. And they're 4-7, the opposite, I think, of the Suns. So uh, he can score. You know, he's a ball stopper, but uh, he can score. He'll be one of those guys 10 years from now he could be able to score. Yeah, well, you got to figure everybody who sees him is going to isolate him just like the Jazz did in the playoffs a couple of years ago when he was in Oklahoma City and go right at him. Yeah, but they need to score. They're 4-7. and seven. So I wouldn't be concerned about Portland in the playoffs right now. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. All right, PK, we got a lot of hoops tonight. The 17th-ranked Aggies are playing. BYU's in Houston. Utah's at home to Minnesota. Plenty of basketball wherever you turn. Got any expectations for the Utes against Minnesota tonight? You feeling 3-0? Yeah, I do. That game's see. on the Pac-12 networks. I want to see how they perform. I mean, I know they got a ton of young guys. I mean, both Gooch and uh, Tim Allen, I want to see how they do. 
The Cougars are in Houston to take on the Cougars. First road game for BYU after three straight at home. Cougar on Cougar crime. Exactly. Well, I'm not up to date with Houston. I know uh, Clyde Drexler isn't walking through that door. North Carolina A&T is at the spectrum, so it feels like 4-0 for Utah State tonight. 17th ranked Aggies out of roll. If I were Scotty to pump this game up, yeah, the Aggies are playing North Carolina A&T. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> swallow the A&T. Yeah. North Carolina A&T. <laughs> That's at a phone company? <laughs> Pre-game show at 6. Actually, all the college basketball games start at 7. Both Utah and Utah State at home, and then BYU and Houston. Also at 7. That one's on ESPNU. Weaver State got crushed by the USD Toreros. A 15-point loss at home, 71-56. to And I'm surprised because I didn't think Johnny D was walking through that door. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. Our only focus and task is to get a win this week. And that's that no matter what you're ranked, no matter what all that outside noise says or, you know, all the peripheral stuff, can't worry about that because no matter what it says, you got to win. And that's that's our whole focus, and that's really not a big challenge in my estimation. I hope it's not a big challenge for our players. It shouldn't be. Kyle Whittingham, one game at a time. <clears throat> None of this speculation about who should be in front of who matters. If you go up, mess it up for three hours and lose to a team you're favored by 20 over. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't U- see anything to worry about. UCLA coming in four and two, four and five, but four and two in the South. Well, they won three in a row. Yeah, yeah, good, good for them. But the Utes are on a different plane right now. You would think so. I would think so. Everybody betting money in Vegas thinks so. Now the Utes have to just go make it so. I mean, barring injury, I would just be absolutely shocked if they lost any of these last three games. I don't know how other other way to say it. DJ and PK. Hashtag BYU. I mean, that's not that's not my call. I mean, I don't really think a, a quarterback should ever lose a starting job based on injury. I mean, if, of course, there's always situations that go into it, right, based on how you're performing before, and that all uh, comes back to the, the coaches of what they decide. And so I know they're going to make the right decision for the team. Whether it's someone had just been injured and is looking to come back and take their job, it's, it's best person plays is, is how the role should work, is you're going to play your best players because you want to win. So. Zach Wilson. Getting ready to come back, PK. Three games left in the season, and he's been out for a while. But he was the guy who took on those tough games at the start of the season and got him the wins over Tennessee and USC in overtime. Well, injury doesn't really matter to me. Whoever they think is the best player should be able Whoever to. Whoever gives you the best chance of winning the game? No, because anybody gives them. So it's, I didn't say that. Okay. And that, obviously, it's Idaho State. So they could take a safety. Austin (laughs) Lee can go play quarterback. I'm sure somewhere along the line, Austin Lee did play quarterback growing up. Back in seventh grade. Because he's a great athlete, right? So, no, I don't don't think that's the case. Whoever performed the best, you've got three guys. I don't know about Jaron Hall's availability, but you've got three guys competing in practice, right? And whoever performed the best of the three in practice should be the one who plays. But most likely, they'll play multiple anyway because of the level of competition for these next two weeks, right? And then they can sort out who's playing the best and yeah. gives them the best chance to win at San Diego State in the finale. Exactly. DJ and PK. PK. Hashtag Utah State. The Aggies hosting Wyoming. This is a big game in the sure. Mountain West Conference Mountain yeah. Division. Boise State is still undefeated in conference play. Air Force and Utah State both have one loss. BYU beat Air Force. BYU did not beat Air Force. Excuse me. Boise State beat Air Force. 
And if Boise State, that Boise State-Utah State game is going to be a big deal, the Aggies need to beat Wyoming. And Wyoming's got two losses after losing to Boise State last week. Well, I think it's even a bigger deal if they lose to Wyoming because you can have a really good season without winning your division or winning your conference. I mean, the Utes are going to win the, conf- the division. They may not win the, divi- the conference, but they still can have a very good season. So for the Aggies and what they're trying to accomplish, because you're always trying to build. I mean, there's always games down the line, whether they're next week, next month, or next season, and you're always trying to build towards something. So this is an important game for Gary Anderson and his team, even if they do not win the division. This this would make them bowl eligible. It's six wins. they got Boise State, New Mexico, and a bowl game looming out there if they win this. Right. Certainly, it, you would think eight and five's in reach, even if you don't think they can beat Boise State. Eight and five. Well, we'll see. Play. See about right. that when we get there. But yeah, I, I they're going to have to play really good because I think Wyoming's a decent ball club. Judging by that OT, OT game they just played with Boise State, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, and they beat Missouri and, earlier this year. Six and yes, three. Yeah. With the wins over with the win over Missouri. I watched that game, Boise. I watched that Missouri Missouri game. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they played Missouri. In Wyoming, they showed me. Oh, the show me state. Yeah, you see that? That was was spectacular, (laughs) (laughs) PK. It's good to be you. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. All right, plenty of games to watch tomorrow that could impact the playoff race. If you're a Ute fan... And you think they're going to win out and be 12-1, and one, and you wonder if that'll get them in the playoff? You start with Alabama and Mississippi State. I don't see it. Bama's favored by 19. Everybody wants Bama to get another loss except Bama fans. Get those guys out of the way, but they ought to win that. I don't jo- care. Georgia's got a loss. They're at Auburn, 130 on CBS. Well, that's the game of the day, right? Uh, depends how you feel about Oklahoma-Baylor, I guess. But Georgia-Auburn would be right there, yes. Oklahoma's a 10-point favorite over Baylor. That's on ABC at 5.30. Well, maybe because I don't respect Baylor enough, I'm expecting Oklahoma to win, whereas the other game that you just said, I don't know who's going to win. Odds makers are right there with you. Oklahoma's favored by 10. Georgia on the road is favored by 2.5 over Auburn. Right. So that's, uh, you know, somebody makes a field goal or somebody misses it and everything changes. Yeah. Undefeated Minnesota plays on Big Fox at 2 o'clock. They're actually three-point underdogs at Iowa. I think people are uh, – first off, Iowa's, Iowa's pretty good. And singing up, everyone's singing, well, Minnesota, that was a lot of emotion and a wild celebration after you beat Penn State. And you're good, but you're not that good. Handling well, back to back. Yeah, but I think also, too, and I agree with you on that, but I also think that, well, we know how State's looming. Yeah. And you're not getting – Minnesota's not getting in with one loss. So Ohio State's looming. And so, even if you win this one, congratulations! And they'll show, they'll throw PJ, the coach, up in the air, and he'll celebrate wildly, and it'll be a lot of fun. But Ohio State is still looming, and they have uh, basically Ohio State has like nine tune-ups. <laughs> <laughs> they got Ohio State has Penn State and Michigan left here at the end of the year. Although this week it's another tune-up, right? We got a couple tune-ups. Undefeated Clemson is a thirty-four point favorite over Wake Forest. Yeah. Game is 130 on ABC. Ohio State is a 52-point favorite over Rutgers, 130 on the Big Would Ten. Would you have part. the stones to take the points? 52 is an enormous amount of points. That is an enormous. I, I think any time. I think once the youths are 20-point favorites, once you get to 20-point favorites, you're just gambling on how much the coach wants to win by, how much he wants to get his stars out of the game so he keeps them healthy, and how good the backups are. Now, suppose this could happen. Now, Ohio State commits a turnover early. Something happens. Something fluky. 
and Rutgers scores a touchdown, you're down 59. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. There's no way I can even think of putting like more than five bucks down on a 52-point margin. Uh, Notre Dame's sellout streak is going to end, PK, amidst stories about decline in attendance all across college football. Notre Dame with a massive sellout streak, 273 home games in a row. Capacity there, they raised it from 59,000 to 77,000 a few years ago in the middle of this streak. And they're playing Navy, but they got the AD saying, well, we got three home games in November. And okay. Just can't but- move 200 and- 20,000 tickets or whatever it is. Except by saying that, that's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, you think so? Yeah. You, last, you last think he just spurt. said it? There's tickets available, people. Yeah. Come on down from Chicago. You, you don't hear Harlan. I mean, they announce a sellout every week, and, er, and there's hundreds of seats available. You don't see him saying it. So it, it's a ploy. Everybody has a motivation. That's why you keep telling us the Broncos are getting good ratings. Therefore, we have to support Channel 2 and their decision to air the Broncos. We have no idea if we put in somebody else, they could get triple the ratings. Well, we actually do show other games with other teams, and it doesn't triple the ratings. If you fed us that other team constantly, you don't know. But if you keep feeding us the same thing, yeah, you're going to have some attachment. Duh. No kidding. (laughs) DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. He runs up the field and gets out of bounds, but that is not a first down pickup, and it's far oh, short. Oh, of it. we got reaction. Oh, we got flags. Oh, Mason. Oh! Oh! And the Steelers. Uh oh, we got a kick in the end zone by a Steeler. And Look I think out. the kick's going to hit. He hit him with a he tried to he hit tried him with a helmet. Yeah. He tried to hit, hit Mason yeah. with the helmet. Well, yeah. Well, this just sets the stage for the rematch. The rematch. Yeah, it does. The Browns and the Steelers. Cleveland wins 21-7. Miles Garrett rushing Mason Rudolph, takes him to the ground, gives him the business on the ground. Rudolph reaches for Garrett's helmet and tries to take it off. Garrett does rip Mason Rudolph's helmet off and then swings it overhand full force and hits him in the head. Okay, now let's get to what we think about it because all you need to say is go on social media and you can see it for yourself. Miles Garrett's going to be suspended for at least four games, but probably the rest of the season. Okay, what do you think that he? What do you think of him doing it? <laughs> you can't use a helmet as a weapon like that. Here we're trying to take the violence out of football, and you're ripping a guy's helmet off. Number one, you can't do that. Number two, and then you're swinging at full force and hitting him in the head. It's amazing that Rudolph was up there doing the post game. I'm surprised he is in concussion protocol. Yeah, I guess it would depend on how it, he was uh, struck. And so maybe that was more. I mean, literally, glancing. could have been death. Yeah, that was maybe it was more glancing right. than it appeared on TV. But it looked. But really that doesn't bad. really matter. That's the result, and the intent is you just can't swing full force. Right. I mean, you could have split his head open. Yeah. So uh, obviously, Rudolph was okay enough to. to I I think he's do done for the rest of the year. I wouldn't rule out them suspending him in the next year. You know, saying that they give him some full year suspension, sixteen games, so he's coming back in the middle of next season. There were two other incidents earlier this year that were pegged on social media right away. Uh, One where he threw a punch and uh, one where he hit a quarterback late and knocked him out and got flagged for it. So, I mean, I think the league is going to crush him. Even his teammates who were kind of getting interviewed about it in the postgame and kind of giggling about it, and then they saw the video. Because when you're on the field, you don't necessarily saw what we saw on TV. They saw the video, and they were like, well, that can't happen. 
That just that can't happen. That's that's obviously going to be a major suspension. How long do you think he's out for? What was that week ten? So they got six more games. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say the the rest of the season. I mean, they gave Burfick twelve, and obviously he's had a he's had a one of record. the most extensive histories of foul play. And when they give him twelve games, right? So half of that, it sort of fits nicely. Half of that, uh, six games, rest of the season, uh, which I guess would include the postseason. I don't see how you can bring him back for the postseason. Uh, I'm just interested to see the the national reaction. The people who would be outraged if it were the other way around need to be outraged that it was this way. I saw Stephen A. Smith saying he should be sat down for the rest of the year. ESPN got his hot take out there right away. That was, there was I really didn't see anyone defending him. I mean, everybody was, everybody was coming down on him, and he tried to get out in front of it and said he lost his cool in his post-game remarks. So, well, Right. Uh, I would hope that you would think that that's a description of losing your cool and not everyday behavior. Football games this weekend. It's the Patriots and the Eagles Sunday afternoon. That's uh, the big game Sunday night. It's the Bears and the Rams. Also, uh, Texans-Ravens is a battle of division leaders. So those are some of the bigger games this weekend. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Uh, it's pretty incredible. Um, you know, my career so far, it's been, uh, been it, it's, it's gone by so fast and it's uh, been unbelievable. Um, you know, the hard work and, you know, time. obviously can't do this without my teammates, my coaches, um, all the guys throughout the my path, uh, my wife, my family. Um, you know, it means a lot to me. Mike Trout, MVP number three, both MVP awards staying in California. It's the Angels, Mike Trout, and the Dodgers, Cody Bellinger. But a lot of that overshadowed PK. Uh, we didn't. We talked about it off the air, but not on the air. But a lot more people talking about the Astros. It seems like Major League Baseball is hoping they come down on the Astros pretty hard. A lot of people oh, well. suspecting that they've been cheating using cameras. And it's not just not the Astros, though. I mean, I, I think they're the Red Sox others. are getting investigated. The Yankees are getting investigated. Yeah. So that'll that'll be an ongoing thing here, and this is the this is awards week. But that other one will be a long-standing investigation, and then there'll be some sanctions, I would imagine, sometime over the winter. But for Trout, man, 28 years old, he just turned 28 in August, and he's not playing on a winning team, and to be racking up three MVPs is just absolutely amazing, and it just. It's just incredible. This this guy is one of a kind. I disagree with him. He could have done it without his teammates. He could have done it without <laughs> his wife. He could have done it without whomever because he's just that good. How many MVPs do you think he's going to finish with? If you had to put an over-under on it. He's 28, so... Six? He's double it, huh? All right. And he's... Well, barring injury, obviously. He's just that good. I went... We packed 12 media days... I usually go to a ball game, Angels or Dodgers, whoever's in town. Well, this year it was actually Angels and Dodgers playing each other at Dodger Stadium, right? And uh, he didn't get any hits. I don't think they gave him any pitches to hit. But he threw a laser in center field and threw out a a runner at the plate. So I quickly get on social media because I knew there would be the velocity of the throw. 96 miles an hour from center field. (laughs) (laughs) 
he throws as hard as a major league pitcher. Yeah, he really but is just amazing. He's got the best bat you could ever want to have. He is he is the ultimate stud. I've been saying it for a long time. The best player we've had in this game since Mickey uh, Willie Mays. And Bellinger is a, is a young guy himself and, and just emerging. I don't. I think he's what like twenty three or twenty four. And Bellinger's from Arizona, and Trout is from Jersey. And what are my two basic states? Utah and California. No, those are two states I happen to live in, yes. But uh, my two foundation states. Born in Jersey, graduated from high school and college in the Grand Canyon State. I think there's a connection there. <laughs> I haven't quite figured it out what it is, but I think there is one. You've been following around Jock and MVPs? <laughs> Maybe that's it. They got their greatness from your presence in the state. Not at all. Okay. All right, DJ and PK, that is What is Trending. It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. DJ and PK, we are broadcasting live this morning. We are at Murdoch Chevy. We are in Woods Cross. Right off the freeway, and PK, you can be uh, trying on clothes here. Ready for some caps, some beanies? Oh yeah, we do have them over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you want? You want a cap or a beanie? Uh, I've uh, given in. The people want to rip it off your head. I used to complain about that, but I'm done with that. Throw me the bean. There it is. There's a beanie. PK's putting on a beanie. Come on in, rip it off his head. We've already had our first jazz fans in here this morning, and uh, we got multiple t-shirts with different looks we got one that's kind of got an australian thing going on you know if you like joe ingles wow we've heard, about we've that heard, one huh we've heard many of you do and that rumor's going around so hook you up there all right woods cross we're right off the freeway stop by here and you can register to win tickets to see byu and idaho state and utah and ucla we got a pair of each we'll be registering people during the show there'll be a drawing at the end of the show and we'll contact the winners and send you off to see college football tomorrow dj and pk it's 97.5 and 1280 the zone